It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's Thursday, April 23rd, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga. And I'm joined by Paul Hoynes, our Tribe beat writer. Uh, pretty soon we're going to be joined by Tyler Naquin from the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Paul, uh, a great chance to talk to Tyler, who's been, uh, I believe he's been doing some, some rehab here in Cleveland while uh, this whole uh, coronavirus uh, isolation, social distancing thing has been going on. Yeah, him and uh, Carlos Carrasco were, the, I think, the only two Indians to come back to Cleveland and you know, to complete or continue their rehab. And, you know, of course, Tyler's coming back from that uh, ACL surgery on his right knee. You know, you hurt late, late in August last year at, at Tropicana Field. But he's been making great progress, Joe. He was doing just about everything in spring training. Then spring training gets cut, uh, you know, off at, at March 12th. And uh, he came back to Cleveland and has continued it. So, you know, if, if there's a silver lining in this, I guess, you know, Naquin uh, – you know, gets the extra time to get ready. And if and when the season starts, he should be ready to go. Right. Uh, definitely uh, would put him in the mix in that 10-man sort of competition for, for the outfield. Uh, but with expanded rosters, a possibility if they come back, then, you know, who knows what they might do with them. Uh, just real, real interested to see. And, you know, uh, Naquin now sort of takes over that, uh, that sort of character role in the, in the clubhouse for the Indians. He's the He's he's a uh, he's been there a few years now, and uh, he's sort of the guy that his teammates sort of point to as a, a guy with a lot of personality. Uh, you, you know when he's in the clubhouse, you know when he's in the room. You can hear him, and he's he's a fun guy. He's fun to be around, um, and uh, a lot of his teammates really just appreciate just his, as a as a mood lightener, I guess, sort of uh, being around there. Uh, fun to see him interact with his teammates when when we're able to do that. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate him because he's a grinder. You know, he, I think since uh, his rookie year in 2016, he really hasn't had a healthy year. Right. And uh, he's always coming back from something, and he never lets that uh, really, you know, get him down. He, he just keeps looking forward. Um, and, uh, you know, he just keeps grinding. And he keeps, right. you know, taking one step in front of the other. And, you know, hopefully – you know, one of these years he just plays a complete year, and and we saw what he could do last year. You know, we saw and even he wasn't playing every day, but he was. You know, he's up. The, he was on the team the whole year. He was he was having a you know his best year since 2016. Then he gets hurt, and he's coming back again. So, but I, you know, I, I'm betting on him. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was good to see him have uh, uh, you know some sort of consistency and success towards the end of last year. I think he was one of the the league leaders in, in outfield assists. Uh, just yeah, he was second in American League. Second in the American, only, League. you know, he got he didn't play the last month of the season. Right. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll be joined by Tyler Naquin here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, we're joined by Indians outfielder Tyler Naquin. Tyler, good to talk to you. Um, how how things been going uh, with you? It's I, I guess on on two levels, not just the quarantine, but also doing rehab while you're doing the quarantine as well. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, everything's going really smooth. You know, I'm blessed to be able to be up here in Cleveland and uh, still be able to get all my work work done. You know, within the social uh, distancing standards, making sure we're sticking to that. Uh, but also, man, I mean, my knee is, you know, aside from baseball, it's kind of, kind of my, you know, just being able to have a healthy body as well. So uh, everything's going smooth and just uh, sticking to the rules and then making sure everything is right for when we do get to play. Have Have you been able to to get into the uh, the, the facilities at all to at at the ballpark to to do any of your work, or or has it mostly been on your own? Uh, I'd say it's about half and half. You know, sometimes I can get in there, you know, maybe for a few hours or here and there, short periods of time, and uh, just get small treatment things. But just just making sure that I am ready to go and, and, you know, just to have a healthy body first and also, you know, be ready for whenever we start back up, whether it be, you know, June, July, August, or, you know, whenever that may be. Tyler, have have you – the last time I think we checked with you, I, t- I talked to you, you were scheduled to go back to Houston and to have the knee checked. Have, have you, has that happened or are you just waiting till the flights become, you know, I guess it's easier to fly? Yeah, I, I'm just going to wait until they, they clear all that a little bit, a little bit more. You know, I don't want to push any, push any things like that. We're able to communicate, you know, through email, phone, video and stuff, just to be able to make sure that I'm still doing the right things necessary that the, uh, that the doctor and therapist down there would want to see before they release me. So the uh, the last thing in sort of that progression from a, an ACL uh, surgery reconstruction and all that is uh, sort of the the lateral movements and the the cutting and things like that. Are you are you able to do? Uh, are is that what you're waiting on to be told you can you can do is to to sort of move that way and, and then progress to sort of baseball activities? Yeah, I mean I've actually been uh, we've actually been doing agility and stuff. So I've definitely been moving side to side and mm-hmm. you know doing you know you know, uh, hard sprints, you know, full out sprints and everything, just trying to get back up, back up to my top speed and everything. And everything's going really well. So as far as agility, I've had no problems. I'm able to lift normal and, and do everything. Now it's just building back up to, uh, you know, my normal strength. But, uh, the good thing about the running is I've been working with a, uh, you know, a running coach down in AZ, you know, Hoinsey saw him and stuff names Cheedy and we, uh, been working. So, the good thing about that is, you know, the running form comes uh, a lot smoother, a lot easier. I'm more powerful. You know, I always kind of ran like I was 5'10 versus my 6'1 frame. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be even, you know, a step faster and, and a little bit stronger, which would which would be nice. And it, it should translate really nice. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Tyler, are, are any of your other teammates in Cleveland here now or, or is everybody pretty much scattered? Man, I think everybody's basically scattered. I mean, I've talked to Mercado, you know, quite a bit. I've talked to Luplo the most and, and Bieber, and I know that those guys are all back home. So, uh, you know, but the, the, I know that they're able to still, you know, every time I talk to Luke, he's always, you know, he's either finishing his workout or, or hitting the cage or something like that, you know. And the, the good thing about it is everybody can still kind of um, 
definitely own that social distancing thing just to make sure, but still get their work in, which is very nice. Not everybody has that luxury to do that. So, so we're very thankful for that. I know those guys are as well. Well, I don't know when, when we talked to Luplo, he was on the, on a rooftop with Joe Musgrove and uh, it was sunny and probably in the seventies in San Diego. And I was looking out the window and it was uh, snowing here. So I don't know. You, yeah. you must have drawn the short straw somehow, Tyler, because he's he's walking down to the beach every night to do Instagram videos from the uh, from the beach, and 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 you you know you're here rehabbing a knee in uh, in chilly Cleveland. I I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, there there's something doesn't seem right there. Yeah, you're not kidding. I actually, I was on the phone with him and Joe probably two or three days ago. They were they had just finished their their workout or whatever and I think they were going to sit down on a rooftop again I said well I hope you're having fun man <laughs> well so you get out on a rooftop at, at Crocker and I hear that uh there's a uh, a rooftop where you can you've got a brick wall and you can do some throwing uh and you're, you're keeping the neighbors up at night with uh with throwing baseballs against the wall yeah it's the uh so on the parking garage you know they got those big slates uh just the big concrete slates um you know, the dividers of the parking garage, you just go up to the top floor and they're about 15 feet tall. So they just, they work perfect. They're really flat and I'm able to, uh, I got a lacrosse ball actually, and I'm able to like short hop the wall and it mm -hmm. kicks the ball up and I can, you know, I can control which way it bounces up and over my head. If I want to work on a ball over my head, I can just get a couple, you know, quick steps to, you know, and, and make sure that I'm, you know, catching everything in my, you know, right. I, I use a bare hand when I use the small ball. And then whenever I switch to baseball, um, I actually took the cover off of a baseball because it started to blow up. And then, uh, <laughs> but it starts to, uh, it's, it's the smoother it is, obviously those seams, it'll kick different ways, but I just made it really smooth. I took the cover off and it, uh, it bounces perfect. So I'm able to, I'm able to actually get all my outfield drills uh, other than getting fungo hit at me. Well, you got to set up a video, uh, set up a phone or a camera and record this one time and, you know, make your own Tommy Mansky video of some sort. To, you can market this as a Tyler's one man that. wall video. I can it, do that. The, the, the wall's got to be the most, uh, the most consistent play, uh, throwing partner you've ever had, right? Straight back to me every time. <laughs> Tyler, uh, what, what, what have you, uh, what do you think about, you know, maybe different, the different plans have kind of surfaced, maybe, Playing every you know, playing all all thirty teams in Arizona. And recently, there was one that came up: Texas, Arizona, Florida, um, you know, or just Florida and Arizona. What do you have a preference for a plan to once they get this season going? If they get the season going, right? I mean, I I just you know, I saw Trout said something the other day about if we all did Arizona, you know, I mean, he's, you know, I know his, him and his wife, you know, they're expecting a child and right. stuff. It's just like, you know, as, as guys that are in those situations, if they leave to go be with their, you know, their wife in labor, then are they allowed to come back? And then when they come back, do they have to two week quarantine? Well, there's already one, a half of the month done and we only get maybe two or three months to play. So they're already out that. And so it's just, there's such a, I mean, that's just, you know, a, you know, one situation, but it's like, how are you gonna, you know, people do have families. And, and I, I think that, you know, people with young, young kids, I don't know how you're gonna be away from them every single day for four months, you know, I mean, yeah. you, you got to separate them and then put us in hotels. And I, I would love to play, obviously, everybody wants to play, but it's just, you know, it, 
there's so many if ands you know everywhere i mean i know you know texas florida and arizona they got the, the good weather and stuff and they got you know houston has a dome uh rangers have a dome tampa i mean all these stadiums but it's just everything's gonna have to line up really well and i hope i hope it does i really honestly hope it does obviously every player wants to play i hope but it's just things are gonna have to I just I don't see it possible being able to put a team in the stands six feet apart. I mean, what are you going to do whenever you hit a single? Are you not going to stand by the first baseman? You can't hold a runner on and and things like that. So yeah. it's just every, there, there's so much into it, man. But I com I commend those guys, and I know those guys are working extremely hard to figure out a way. And uh, you know they're they're just, they're throwing out ideas just because they want to play just as bad as we want to play and. And uh, they're just trying to think of any way to do it. Have you given any thought, you know, with these different plans, there are like different wrinkles, uh, things like if the, the, all the Arizona teams would play each other like, like their own league, like a grapefruit league. So right. you'd see a lot of different teams that you wouldn't normally see. You'd, you'd, one plan had you guys in a division with the Dodgers and the Angels. Uh, right. Then, you know, the also proposed a universal DH for both. I mean, that would be another thing that would be, be totally different. Be given any thought to those like different wrinkles and, and how, how things would be different if they, they do manage to, to get games going? Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be different just on the aspect that we don't obviously don't play those guys, but you know, maybe once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, I mean, you know, Anaheim will play them twice, but it's like it's it's just the same game, you know, it's different teams, same game, and you just got to. You know, you're always just playing your opponent. Whoever's on the list next, you just go play that team. And it would just be different as such as in such as that it's not a routine schedule, you know. Like, it's just a little bit different team, a little different atmosphere, and that's it. Uh, if, if you do wind up getting uh, getting quarantined for four months in, uh, in a hotel with, with a teammate or whatever, uh, any, any preference on a guy to room with? Uh, I've asked, I've asked the, uh, a few of your teammates the same question, and – the responses are always interesting, uh, and, and I can tell you who Luplo uh, said he would room with. Yeah, I I would hope I, he better have said what I think that he should say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think just as far as just because me and uh, Luplo, um, we lived close together here in Crocker. Mm -hmm. um, we were at the hotel a lot uh, together. He's clean too. You know, I got <laughs> If I had to room with somebody, I need somebody that's going to be clean. You know, a well, lot of guys. So wait a minute. That that's a consideration when you're looking for a roommate on the road. Is is how clean is the guy? If I have, well, we don't have roommates, but okay. if I had to room, yes, I I need someone that's clean because I can't do I can't do dirty. I can't I can't do that. Man. That's just <laughs> that's just lazy. I can't do it. You are you a neat freak, Tyler? <laughs> uh, close. Like I, I just like I just like things clean. Uh, I'm not a germaphobe or anything by any means, but like just. If something's out of place, it's just it's not right. Like I just I need to, I need to make my bed. I need things to be nice and neat. What's the What's the Kevin Costner line from Bull Durham? He says if you if you if you win twenty in the show, uh, you can let the fungus grow on your uh, on your shower shoes, and they'll think you're eccentric or something like that. It's until something you, along. That. I mean, that's a lot of games to win. Yeah, it's, he said until you do it in the show, you're you're, you're just dirty or something like that. It was right. that's one of the one of the best lines in that movie. Uh. So, yeah, as you know, speaking of movies, what I know, like Tito's Netflix queue is probably empty at this point because that's that's what he does. He sits there and he watches everything on Netflix. Uh, 
what what have you been watching? What have you been keeping keeping yourself occupied with while we're while we're isolated? Man, I so I did I did watch Tiger King. I watched I, all that. That that's, very. I mean, that's very. That's just an interesting. It's just so interesting to know that how much money and all that stuff that goes into that that type of business. Mm-hmm. Um, were there I any char- that. were there any characters in Tiger King that you identify with or or could that you could play in the uh, the movie version of Tiger King? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say no on that. Uh, I didn't find anybody that I related to, but I also watched. Um, I finished up The Walking Dead whenever that new season came out um, or the new episode came out, mm-hmm. but they have to put the season finale on hold due to the Corona stuff. So waiting on that, I also watched, um, rewatched the, most of the walking dead actually, um, finished up the office mm-hmm. and I've been coloring a bunch of, um, toy story pictures and stuff like that. I'm going to mail them into our, uh, to Megan at the ballpark and she's going to get them to the, some of the kids at the hospital. So I've been watching some Disney movies, some toy uh-huh. story and stuff. Um, and just been keeping busy like that. I, I want to double back to the, uh, to the walking dead thing, but first you brought up that, uh, that coloring project. Uh, what, uh, where, where did you get inspired to, to do that? And where, where did that all come from? Uh, you know, and, and how many coloring books have you gone through in the, uh, in the past couple of weeks? Um, I started at probably, a week and a half ago, I'd say. And uh, I was just in Target grabbing. I was just grabbing a couple uh, things of food for like breakfast and whatnot. And I was walking by the coloring section. I just got off the phone with Megan probably two days before that about something that I could uh, think about doing. I saw these coloring books and I said, what if I just colored a bunch of cool pictures and sent them to kids in the hospitals? Like kind of let them know that I'm thinking about them and I could sign them like a painter, even though I was just coloring in the lines. But, uh, I just, uh, she loved that idea. So we were going to, I was going to get behind that one. So I picked up some coloring books and got some, uh, matte pencils and some markers and I'm just getting after it. That's, that's cool. A, you, are, that's you an artist? are you an yeah. artist? Are you an artist? By, by, you know, do you freehand at all or that kind of stuff? Oh no. I just, I, I, I do enjoy coloring though. Like it's fun to color these characters and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sure that these kids will enjoy it. So, uh, you stay in the lines too, right? Yeah. For the most part, for the most part, you'll see them. I'll post them on Instagram and stuff. And then who's, uh, who's easier to color, uh, color, uh, buzz or Woody. Oh man. Probably, uh, man, probably buzz. Buzz got a lot of green and purple and that's pretty fun to do. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Megan. That's uh, Megan Gasper from the uh, the Indians. She coordinates a lot of the the family uh, services and things like that for the players, and she does a fantastic job. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew who you were talking about. Uh, hey, Hands just down the best. She is. She's fantastic. Notre Dame uh, alum. That's you can't get better than that, right? Uh, uh, doubling back to your, you mentioned The Walking Dead. Uh, I think the uh, one of the reasons you probably like the walking dead so much, uh, is, is the, the Daryl character, right? He's a bow hunter, I, I, I believe. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's shooting, a, he's, yeah, he's shooting a crossbow, but mm-hmm. either way his character is very, uh, there's just no quitting that guy. You know, I know he's a character, but the, the character that he plays is it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, he just never gives up. So he's always grinding, you know, and I mean, you could say the same for Rick, but I, I really like, I really enjoyed Daryl. 
<laughs> and it, one of the reasons is because you're you're also like passionate about the the bow hunting as well. Is that something you're into? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I I actually had my bow shipped out here so I could, you know, keep practicing and whatnot as the as the time goes by. Because I mean, you can only do so much during the day for for you know a workout and get your reps in, and then you know you're staring at a wall for a while. So, well, you can go hunting in the woods of Westlake. I'm sure that that they would appreciate it out there. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, Tyler, not. you know, I, ideally, how many games would you have to play to have, you know, like a, a real – like a legitimate season or a season, you know, that – I don't know, just, a, you know, like a season that, you know, would, I guess, satisfy everybody involved? Yeah, I think – I kind of think back on college. Like, I think I think a regular college season's 56 games or somewhere in there. But mm-hmm. I, I would say for us it would – at least half, at least half. I mean, that that's off the top of my head. You know, I haven't, I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought. When I think about playing, I'm just like, man, let's just at least play 50 games, 60 games, you know. But, like, if we could get half, um, I mean, that I think that would be – if we were given that, you know, the, that hand, we'd just have to play with that, you know. And I think yeah. everybody would be excited and thrilled that we were able just to, you know, even even get back out there. Thinking back to the, the the 2017 World Baseball Classic and and how successful that was, do you think maybe something like a, a compressed schedule that would then lead you to uh, maybe seeding the grapefruit and cactus leagues and and playing in pods and playing like a like a, a pool play and then single elimination knockout games that could be nationally televised and things like that, like. Some, something different to sort of mix up the, the tournament and then get you to two final teams that could play a seven-game World Series. Would, would that be something that w- would be a, a attractive or, or, or would that be like sort of less than for a, for, for a, for a team, for a player to, to look at? Yeah, I mean, if they – I think if they just mapped up any possible way – you know, I know – you know, some people are going to agree. Some people aren't. Nobody ever agrees on the same thing. But if they mapped up something to where all the all the teams were like, hey, that's, you know, that's that's doable. That's that's likely. And it actually got to get start, like was able to be started. I think that that's something that could be put in play and, and definitely could do it. And obviously, at the end of the day, if we do have something and, and a team is going to come out on top and win this World Series, it's always going to be known as, you know, probably the, the, the Corona World Series or something like that. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of teams right now, and obviously in baseball, like there's a lot of teams and a lot of players. It's just if we get to play, you know, God forbid you want no player on any team to be injured, hurt, or anything. But, like, that's one thing that people, like, need to think about. Like, you got a bunch of, like, you know, guys out here that are used to playing every day, which is it, – it, it is tough on our bodies, but then again it's good on our bodies because it, it – builds a routine for us we're able to get loose we're able to eat you know this that the team provides we're able to do this and that and stay you know you know greased up whenever now you got guys home that some guys just don't have the access like physically do not have the access to things and it might be a big part of their routine um and it you know that i just it's it's going to be a scary situation starting out and even however many games we play because guys are going to get hurt and just the sheer fact that we don't have the same stuff. And, and you know, we, we talk about a three-week or four-week period of a shortened spring training, which is great and all, 
but I mean, man, that's, that's, that's still rushed. Everybody's feeling rushed right now and it's, it's, it's going to be even more rushed then. But like I said, if we can just get something in play that's reasonable for everybody, for the most part, I think, I think we can play. And as far as, uh, you know, your team, the, as far as the Indians, you know, things sort of were looking, you know, pretty good right there as, as we were building towards the end of spring training right before uh, things got cut off. Were, were you excited about, you know, getting back on the field with these guys and, and the potential to, to go out there and, and, and compete, uh, particularly against the teams like the White Sox and the, the, the Twins in the Central? What, what, do, you, what do you think the, the Indians' chances are as far as with the, your teammates this year? Um, yeah, man. I mean, just as good as, you know, I mean, the twins got a good team, you know, they added Donaldson, they got some good players, but I mean, there's, there's no reason that we shouldn't be at the top of that league again. You know, I mean, it's both, you know, both really good teams and, and, you know, the white Sox obviously making some moves as well. Um, but I mean, man, if you suit up and you're on that field, you know, you got a chance to win, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we got some, uh, some very good players as well, some talented guys and some hardworking guys. So it just, it goes hand in hand, you know, I mean, I was super excited, you know, I was, you know, I felt like I was having a really good year last year and I had a freak accident. And then, uh, you know, I was excited to get back out there. And, and you know, my, my time's coming whenever that happens. And now it's pushed back even more. But uh, it's, you know, you can – it's easy to say it's all part of the process, but I don't think that this coronavirus is a part – really yeah. a part of the process. So uh, that one kind of snuck in there on us. But, I mean, we just got to take it day by day, man. I mean, there's all these propositions being thrown out there by baseball and other people and stuff. So it's just – I think it's just whenever someone says, hey, this is what's happening, it's a go, that's whenever we need to start, like, okay, that's true. Now we get a, you know, as long as we keep our mind right during this time and someone says, hey, let's go play ball, then then we'll be ready. You know, but it's up to us and the Indians to uh, to, to, to keep our body and our mind right. All right, Tyler. Tyler, thanks. Tyler, thanks. We we really appreciate the uh, the time. I, I know you're you're busy and all over the place, but – uh, you know, best of luck continuing with the rehab and, and hopefully we get a chance to, to see you uh, out there running down some, some balls in the outfield for, for the Indians uh, in, in 2020 at some point. Hey, guys, I appreciate you guys very much. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Tyler. Take care, Tyler. We'll see you, buddy. See you later, guys.